Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome back, Misfits, and welcome back to a new episode. Today, we're continuing the conversation about the little G-Gods, and we're going to talk about the golden calf, Chemosh, and Tammuz. Yeah, feature name for any of y'all's kids who are listening. Yeah, if any of you are pregnant. Yeah. and you want i actually don't recommend these they're, you know what? they're, they're not great because gods. they're pagan gods it. but but actually don't because we're gonna talk about them and then you're gonna be like mm, i don't want my kid yeah. to be named that no don't do it and with that intro moving right <laughs> along <laughs> we meet uh the golden calf in exodus 32 verses 4 and 8 and as a refresher the israelites were taken out of egypt by moses and aaron where they had been slaves and now were in the wilderness on their way to the promised land, which is the land of Canaan. So at the time the golden calf makes its appearance, Moses was on Mount Sinai receiving the 10 commandments from God. And if you remember, he was up there like 40 days and 40 nights. Mm -hmm. And so the Israelites, because he was up there so long, they grew impatient and thinking he was never gonna come back. So they decided to make a new little G God to quote, go up before them and worship. So they got Aaron involved somehow and were like, hey, he might not come back. And Aaron was either convinced or he just wanted to appease them. Yeah, he's probably like, they keep nagging me. (laughs) Yeah. So he was either like super on board or he's like annoyed and he's like, oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And Aaron tells them to take off all their jewelry, like their gold gold jewelry. jewelry, And he melted it down and he made the golden calf. Yeah. So, you know. By request of yeah. the people was like, I mean, who knows when he'll, when Moses will be back. Sure. Let's, right. Let's get this let's done. Let's do this. Exactly. Because obviously that's what we need right now. Yes. Yes. In our moment of just like, yeah. we don't know if our leader is going to come back. He's and going, so talking going to on. God. Yeah. But yes, let's make let's an idol. Let's do this. Yes. Right. So just so you get some background information. So the symbol of the calf was borrowed from the customs of the Egyptians, which makes sense because they had just that's come where out they, of Egypt, Yeah. That's right? where they so had been for years. It was years. fresh in their minds. Mm-hmm. And this calf also literally broke the first commandment, which is thou shalt not have any gods before me. Right. So and Moses is over there getting the getting commandments. Getting the commandments. And, and they're, they're literally breaking them already. Before they even receive Hello, them. humanity. Exactly. Yes. Hello, this is us. Yeah. So a teaching moment here, when Moses finally does come back down, because he does, he's rightfully very upset at Aaron because he mm-hmm. basically left Aaron in charge and it didn't go very well. <laughs> yeah. Aaron um, didn't quite follow directions. Yes. <laughs> and so Moses takes the calf and destroys it. After he destroys it, he confronts Aaron since he had left him in charge charge and Mm -hmm. Aaron was like listen all I did was throw the gold in the fire and out came the calf so he lies about making it and that's bible that's exodus 32 verses 20 to 24. not that like God can do something like that but obviously this was not a God thing so Aaron being like oh I don't know I just I threw it in and it came out all I did was do this and really bro like like the golden calf really popped out of the fire really that's that's your you're sticking to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He tried. But yeah, he really did. He failed. <laughs> and but yeah, it, that was the golden calf. Yeah, and this is not part of it, but um, this is the reason Aaron doesn't go into the promised land, because he does this. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he lied and obviously wasn't following God's law. Yeah. yeah. He had so. a moment. Yep. All right. He was still a good priest, though. Anyway. Yeah. No, he still started the whole lineage yes. of, but you know, yes. he was still human and <laughs> yes, yeah. did this. Yep. Anyway, the next little G-God we're going to talk about is Chemosh. And he appears in Numbers, Judges, First and Second Kings, and Jeremiah. He's just all over. Yes, very popular. Mm-hmm. Chemosh was a Moabite god, similar to Baal, 
We mentioned uh, some gods previously that require human sacrifices, specifically child sacrifices, and this one did too, but only for critical occasions. Seems a little more specific and right. like fine, not all the time, yeah. just when it's critical. Exactly. Which is still terrible, but very yeah. strange. So his name was thought to mean destroyer, subduer, or fish god by some scholars. In 1 Kings 11.7, the Bible calls him detestable, and other versions call him an abomination. Yeah, so just kind of a teaching moment about Chemosh. King Solomon, you know, we know King Solomon's being all-wise, right? Like, he had all the wisdom, but he had a weakness, because, you know, he liked to have a lot of lady friends. And a lot of them happened to be Moabites. And because of this, Solomon actually built a sanctuary for this specific god um, in the east of Jerusalem. Later on, it was destroyed by Josiah. But yeah, Solomon, just because he knew a lot of lady friends who yeah. were Moabites and uh, worshipped this god, he mm. decided to eh, build them a little altar. Yeah, which little something. like when men or women or whatever, you know, they have like a side person in their relationship and mm -hmm. they're like buying them gifts. This yeah. is the equivalent. <laughs> He's like, I can build you something yeah. for, your, <laughs> for your god. A little something on the east side. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it was thought his partner was Astarte or Start. Um, who was a goddess, and Chemosh was thought to have brought victory to the Moabites against the Israelites, which I'm sure is another reason why they worshipped yeah. um, this little god here. And yeah, so it was a Moabite god. The next one we're going to talk about is Tammuz, and you we hear about him in the book of Ezekiel. Um, he's also known as Dumuzi, uh, but Tammuz was a shepherd's god, also associated with uh, fertility and agriculture, um, and he was known as the good young one. Um, and actually in Ezekiel 8.14, where Tammuz is mentioned, it says, he brought me to the north gate of the Lord's temple and some women were sitting there weeping for the god Tammuz. What was happening here was that Tammuz had quote unquote died supposedly once a year. And then he would go back into the underworld and then the women's tears were like a way to bring him back. So that's why the women would go and cry for him to bring him back. And of course, this was the practice that they had. Like the women would cry and it was their form of idolatry. Like they were practicing idolatry. Yeah. Um, and so they got caught in doing right, that in the like temple. Right, like Ezekiel caught them weeping yeah. for Tammuz in the temple. Right, because yeah. they're in the temple. Practicing idolatry. Yeah. Yes. And they're like, mm, this is not... This is not the place because mm -hmm. this is God's temple. Right. So yeah, that was kind of in the vision that Ezekiel had. This this was happening, and so he's like, yeah. Nah, not and here. I believe that this is the only time Tammuz is mentioned in the Bible. It's just yeah. This yeah, yeah. So I'm sure there's some more history out there, but as far as bi biblical mention, it's the only one. Yeah. So just a little teaching moment. Tammuz is also the name of a Hebrew month. We won't go into now, but just wanted to throw that out because it's interesting yeah, how interesting. a lot of there's these like things that are like. But there's also a month. Uh -huh. it's just like, oh, that's Sometimes there's like some relation or, or, or just because of the time period yeah. or what was going on, you know, language gets borrowed here and there. So yeah. anyway, just kind of, kind of interesting there. So we thought it would be interesting to learn more about these little G gods because we see them all throughout the Bible, but many of us don't really know like what they do, right? What they stood for. We just know, of course, we're not supposed to worship any other, any other gods. Uh, but we do see how easily a lot of people, including kings such as Solomon, just got persuaded, distracted, convinced, right? To fall into worshiping these little G gods. But more importantly, we wanted to point out 
just that the God of the universe doesn't need anyone outside of himself. Like all of these gods that we've mentioned had some kind of part, right? Like fertility yeah. or agriculture. They somehow work together or, to do something. Yeah. yeah. And, and, or and, they all and stood for the same thing or something. They yeah. stood for a lot of the same things. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of times they needed like humans to like do something yes. in order for them to have some sort of power, quote unquote. And we know that our God you know, doesn't need anyone outside of himself to do anything. So unlike all of these gods, right, who stood for all these different things, like God does not need that. And so we don't need to worship all these different gods to get all these different things, right? We know the one true God. We know who is who's the true God that is good, sovereign, and he's the one who's in control of all things. So yes. we don't need to be worshiping all these other gods, you know, for just little things. Yeah, and keep in mind that although these are like fake little g-gods that people invented and they have statues yeah, and everything, creative. things that actually exist in this world can also be considered idols, such Absolutely. as like money or people, or you can be mm -hmm. idolizing all sorts of things. So um, just check your heart. And if you don't know if you're idolizing something, ask God and he will show you. And, um, but we just wanted to share about these gods specifically because we want you to be Bible literate. And so when you are reading the Bible, now you know what these guys are or what their names are, or if it's a merman or if it's a bull or you have some context. <laughs> half something, half yeah, whatever. You yeah, have some yeah. context of what they are and what they do. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, this is Fran. This is Yavi. We are the Metal Misfits and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.